Welcome, everybody, to the Ron and Craig Show. I'm Craig. And I'm Ron. And on today's uh, show, we have the Chris and Paul Show. They are actually on the competition series for the next generation of comedy lovers called Bring the Funny. Bring the Funny. And they bring the funny. They bring the funny. Tuesday nights on NBC 10.9 Central. That show just started. Uh, the comedy judges on there is Keenan Thompson for Saturday Night Live, um, Jeff Foxworthy, famous comedian, and then there's Chrissy Teigen that's on there as well, and she does a great job, a lot of fun. And, of course, Chris, that's part of their Chris and Paul show. He plays Cunningham in the Book of Mormon on Broadway, and Paul is a seasoned performer, writer, and improviser in New York City. Chris and Paul, and welcome. They're hey, and they're Chris. here. How are you guys doing? <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, uh, listen, man. Uh, so uh, I'm imagining that things are just, like, going but like crazy right now right i mean you're uh you're having to deal with which a good crazy though am i right lots of success lots of things happening yeah this whole thing's been like we've been going 100 miles an hour out here uh we uh, we filmed most of the, the all, all the episodes in uh in april and now we're out here for the finale so it's it's getting back into things um so yeah it's crazy seeing the same faces seeing those who've gotten to the finale so uh yes yeah, back to work dude and not being able to tell anybody that would drive me nuts well tonight it's gonna be um what would you call it um spoiler alert no i'm on uh, yeah i bet right all right yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert tonight so everybody's gonna be listening all right so what we're gonna do is ron's gonna explain real fast uh yeah, well simple. okay how do we do uh, our questions right here, well ron? basically um i don't know it, it, you guys are a duo kind of so mm-hmm. one person always seems to play one person and one person is the other one and we're we call ourselves when add meets ocd Okay, and I'll let you just guess which one's which. You'll figure it out during <laughs> no, the show. No, I mean, let's put it this way. One of us, not going to tell you who, has written, uh, like, they write their questions down. Like, you know, I mean, they got 50, like 15, 20, whatever. They're like count, the, you know, the count guy on uh, Sesame Street. You know that guy? What you count? One. Oh, 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 yeah, that guy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and the other person sort of just shows up and wings it. Okay, so uh, that so that's really what we do. So to make it more interesting, uh, I said, "Listen, man, uh, we can't just you can't just go down the list." So uh, one of us, and I think it's Craig. Uh, small alert, it's Craig. Uh, made up a whole. He makes up the list of uh, of Question. the questions, and the twist is you guys get to pick a number between one and ten. Chris, go first since his name's first. And then Paul can go second. You mean so Chris, if you'll pick a number between one and ten, we'll ask you the question that we have prepared. All right, I'm going. Uh, I'm going four. All right, number four. How cool and helpful is it to meet the judges, which are Jeff Foxworthy, Kenan Thompson, and the young lady is Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen, yeah. Yeah, it was surreal. It's it's the weirdest thing. You, you know, you're out here, and this is our first time in like Hollywood. You know, doing anything of this caliber. So we're like in the Universal Studios lot, and then we see them walk by, and it's like, what, what is going on? Uh, <laughs> we get out on stage. I mean, it's the act that we we usually do. So you know, we're comfortable on stage with each other. But then when you're looking out and you're seeing all the cameras and the lights, and then the three celebrities that you see all the time on TV just staring at you, and of course the bright lights are shining on them, so they're really like highlighted. It's it's just like it's crazy. Uh, it's and it happens really fast. Then you get yanked off stage, and then you're doing interviews, and they're putting mics on you, taking mics off, asking you this, doing this, make the tears, hairs there. 
and then you go back out and and, and you're you're praying that you uh, you get through. So it's it, kind of all all a blur. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I noticed, very cool. Yeah, I can imagine. And like Mike Tyson said, everybody has a plan till they get hit. So when those lights hit you. And everybody's watching, uh, you know, things can go south. But you know, Mike Tyson, that's, but, a guy, that's a really good guy. To yeah. I, you know, if I had to look for some moral guidance or any guidance at all, I would probably pick Tyson. And if, he, if he'd like to call in, we'll, we'll take that for call. If, you ever um, had, if you've ever had a tiger. <laughs> all right. So I saw that you did a skit with Kenan as one of the promos. So that was kind of fun. My question is, uh, yeah. have they helped you? Do you get a chance to like talk to them like, hey, Kenan, tell me a little bit about Saturday Night Live or this? Or has that really not happened yet? Yeah, well, I think when we were backstage, we were kind of just keeping our head down. You know, we didn't want to, like, uh, I don't know. We, we we didn't want to interact with the uh, judges until we went out on stage. But, um, you okay. know, going into the semifinals, we uh, we were able to talk to Keenan on the lot a little bit. And, uh, you know, we bonded over, you know, I have two daughters. He's got two daughters. So we were able to, like, oh, cool. bond as dads, which was really cool. And he's so awesome and easy to talk to. And, um yeah, he's just a, he's such a cool guy. They're all that was a cool thing. I think when you meet celebrities, you kind of you're worried that they're going to be jerks or something, right? And like ruin the image. But honestly, they were all super cool, and, and, and it just makes it that much cooler, you know? Yeah, I just remember Keenan coming over to us, and like we were old friends. He he, gave, he shook a hand, and he gave us a hug, and said, "Chris and Paul, how you guys doing?" <laughs> and we started a conversation with us, like we were going to school together for years. <laughs> Yeah, that is, I mean, that's awesome. And uh, Foxworthy too. He's uh, he's. I I happen. I've met Jeff Foxworthy a few times. Jeff Foxworthy, you know, he's like the the southern comedian, the redneck, you know, comedy and all, you know, all these things. And when we met him, you know, we didn't know what to expect. And he's like the nice. He's like a dad. He's like, hey, how you doing? And we're like, we just wanted to hug him. He's like sitting nice. Yeah, I know. And yeah. He gives you that kind of feel, doesn't he? Like he's just like yeah. everybody's. All right, so we're gonna get Paul to pick another number before this goes off the road. Look out, my got well, my count guy. Say, I just want to say that Je- uh, Jeff Foxworth has such a genuine energy because he, when he met us uh, backstage afterwards, he came up to us and looked at both of us and said, "You guys are masters of what you do." And hearing that from a guy who's been doing comedy wow. all his life—that's wow. like it gave me chills. Yeah, it's really that's... cool to hear. Paul, if you'll pick a number <laughs> between one and yeah, 10. I'm gonna double it. I'm gonna double it and go eight. Eight. Oh, I like that. Oh, easy all right. eight. Easy eight. All right. The question is, how did y'all get on the show? Okay, so uh, I got an email from a uh, theater that we perform at in New York City called the People's Improv Theater. Yep. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they. Um, they message us saying, hey, this is what's going on right now. Um, uh, they're looking for some acts in New York City. We want to send you some uh, information, and they want you to send some videos. So, I mean, Chris and I get this stuff all the time. It's like we, you know, we get the gigs. People approach us. Hey, we want to work with you. So I sent four videos, and then I left it alone. It's happened probably about early, uh, I'd say like mid-November. And when Paul says we get this all the time, it's not like we're getting offers. It's literally like... You, you kind of you think you're going to make it all the time, and it's just things just never work out. They just it's all a lot of people talk, so we just didn't think that this was. Yeah, like, we know the feeling. I would have no. I would. I have no idea what you're talking. Yeah, about Yeah, we know the feeling. I don't. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Everyone talks a big game. Yeah. Then maybe yeah. maybe my assistant knows what you mean, but you know, I personally have no <laughs> clue that you know, like it's a con- it's constantly. Uh, well, yes, but yeah, but well, you know, you guys were great, but yeah. So you guys sent the video. Yeah, yeah. So you guys sent the video in as you've uh, done before, and you just thought it was just a, another day yeah, at the office. Just like I just, 
and I just kind of forgot about it. And then uh, about three weeks later, I, I was working at a bar, and I get this phone call, and I didn't really recognize the number, so I just let it go to voicemail. And then it I then popped up, and, and I get a, hey, this is, this, I forgot uh, the girl's name. This is so-and-so um, from, from a talent agency. Please give me a call back. We saw your video. We're laughing. Or, uh, we're, we're laughing. Um, and we we uh, want you to, we want to ask you a couple questions. So uh, I run in the back. I, I, I was I had like three customers. Luckily, I knew the customers. I said, hey, I need to take this. They all do yeah. a comedian work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, go do it. Go do it. That's cool. Uh, so I give them a phone call, and they love the video that we sent, and they said that we're sending it around. Uh, we want to see more stuff, and can you do a Skype interview tomorrow? So I was telling my shift. I, I said, well, let me call Chris. i got to finish my shift. So then I handed it off to Chris, and then we had a Skype meeting the next day uh, with uh, this, this girl, Becky, who was great, loved us, and she says, great, well, well, we'll give you guys a call soon. And we didn't hear anything until uh, a month later. <laughs> Where, where's all this happening? This is in New York. Both you guys are in New York when all this is going on? No, see, Chris and I moved back to to Connecticut. Uh, I moved back to Connecticut a year ago. Chris moved back about three years ago uh, after he did Book of Mormon, and so now we both live in Connecticut, but oh, we still okay. perform in New York every once in a while. Okay, all right. Yeah, so yeah, the ball just started rolling, and then next thing you know, man, we're we're tapped to be on the show. That's man. very exciting. And you guys are calling from California, not. Yes, we're in L.A. right now. We're in Glendale, L.A. Oh, awesome. Awesome. All right, that, sir. Okay, ahead, whose bro. turn is it, Craig? Oh, that's Chris. He's giving me the eye, like, don't start talking. I got, big, I got numbers. That's all right, Ron. You got something you want to say, I, I, I got a question. Okay, which one is the one that always has everything together, and which one is the one that's the most messiest to you two? It really depends what it is, um, honestly. Uh Chris is, uh, I think Chris is probably a little bit better with the social media. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a little bit, uh, I, I think I'm a better at uh, networking, uh, you know, getting emails together. So there, I think we we have a nice balance of, of, of what we do. So there's moments of us having stuff uh, together. Oh, okay. Uh, we're pretty unprepared. All together. yeah, but we're but, oh yeah, all together we're unprepared. <laughs> it just kind of works out. We get on stage and then we just fall from the place. But other than that, we're train wrecks. Uh, well, um, uh, yeah, well, uh, whoever's the train wreck, that I, I can get along probably really great. Right? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of both. To I, be I, I won't, t- I won't really like tick you off if you're if you're Craig, you might get a little bit ticked. That's what I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but it works for it works for me and Craig. It does. I don't know how. But I do works. all the cooking, and Ron just shows up to eat. Pretty much uh, how it works. So, anyways. <laughs> All right, that so sounds good, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I like and that. That was just a metaphor. I don't really cook for Ron, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, weird. It does did, sugar but. me up though. You get, like, I, I always have my M and M's. Yeah, I do. I do feed him when he comes in. All right, so all right, Chris, we'll go with you. I'm one. gonna go number one. All right, number one with a bullet. All right, number one is how did you guys meet? Paul, uh, back in 1999, he was. Uh, we met through mutual friends. He was trying to put together a comedy group. I was doing some local comedy shows. And, uh, yeah, we just formed this troupe together. I was a senior in high school. And uh, wow. at the end of the year, I, I booked this this date in the big auditorium. I had no idea what I was going to do. Met Paul. We were like, hey, let's write a bunch of sketches and, and perform and see what happens. And, uh, you know, we wanted to make a grand entrance. And Paul's dad worked for a car uh, for, like, a limo service. 
So we we saved up all the money we had, spent like 150 bucks on a limo to literally drive us up the road and park in front of the school. So everyone <laughs> thought someone famous was there. And then we felt so cool for like about 10 seconds. Yeah, and then we came out and then... <laughs> Yeah, we jumped out of the limo like, ha-ha, and everyone went, oh, what? Like, they were so pissed off. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. That is so yeah, so you were on show. top of the world as you were driving up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were like, look at we the ground. We were crowd. like, how, how long did this you do that? <laughs> we were like, how long can we milk this? <laughs> We'd like roll down the window a little bit and roll back up. Yeah, just People a little. Who's in the limo? You needed somebody yeah, to walk in front of you. Around. You needed like an adult to walk in front of you, like walk way ahead of yeah, you, yeah. sort of make room, and then you guys walk out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we ran in like we were celebrities, and everyone was disappointed. Uh, <laughs> we did that show; it went it went well. Um, and then one of the guys in the troupe, the actual mutual friend that who Paul and I met through, his father was a cop, and they thought it'd be a funny idea to arrest me at the end of the show. So, like, oh my god! They, they, yeah, like two cops came up and they're like, "Are you Chris O'Neill?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and they're like, "You're under arrest." I forget what the charges were. It was. They said we did some kind of, it was some felony because we marketed the show wrong. I don't know what the hell it was, but I'm like quivering. They handcuffed me, put me against the wall. But as everyone's walking out, they're like, oh, my God, Chris is getting arrested. And, and the security ushered everyone out, and I looked so cool afterwards. And then you really became cool, right? And then, like, that's yeah, how then it I worked. walked out of there. Yeah, that's right. You walked out of there with, like, yeah, jail, you have jail stories now. Yeah, well, you know, until you've been in, you know. <laughs> Once you get cuffed, yeah, I mean, everything I was, changes when, when you hear the clink. I mean, I'm just, yeah, I just got to tell you. I mean, so, yeah, what, so Chris, you were the one that got arrested, just you? Yeah, I was, I was arrested until, you know, I wet my pants and the man cuffed me and laughed. <laughs> and I said, that's a good joke, guys. Good joke. Yeah. Did, you, um, did you have cigarettes then, yeah, to pay your way through or were you just, yeah. are, <laughs> were, you, were you too cute? Were you too cute for jail? Was that it? I'm too pretty to go in there. Yeah, yeah hey, I wouldn't survive in jail. <laughs> Here's the title of the show, How Chris from the Chris and Paul Show Got Arrested. There you Listen go. That's, now. A, that's right. Okay. So about, oh, well, I'm going to kind of do it like you. All right. Paul, you're next. One through ten? Ten. Ten. All right. Who is the biggest name y'all met or worked with or either trained under? Not counting Keenan Thompson any time before the show. Well, we, we got to meet one of our favorite uh, comedians from the Kids in the Hall. Scott Thompson. Okay. Uh, and oh, man. Uh, awesome. we actually met him. Yeah, when Chris was on tour with Book of Mormon, uh, we've been huge fans of him. I think that's what made me kind of start comedy because I, I want to do comedy too, like Kids in the Hall. And Chris and I saw him in, in 2000. We saw all of them in 2000. And Scott Thompson came up to us and started talking to us. And so he, he spent like 20 minutes talking to us. And this is where we just started. And then uh, 20 years later, Chris is in Book of Mormon. Chris goes, hey, I'm flying you out to Toronto. Scott Thompson and Paul Bellini, who's one of the writers of the show, is coming to our show. Is coming to Book of Mormon. So we went out there. Uh, Scott saw the show. I saw the show. And I go backstage, and uh, he goes, hi, I'm Scott Thompson. I'm like, I, I, I know who you are. So we hung out with them. Chris came out, and he took us to dinner. And we got to hang out. I'm, like, I'm sitting across from Scott Thompson and Paul Bellini going, this, this is amazing. We're having a conversation. And so we go, you know, we met you 20 years ago. And he, you know, he obviously didn't remember, but, but he was no, just ecstatic yeah, that he you know, came yeah, full circle. Course. He said, "Yeah, I wonder where you were, and I've been looking." You know what's yeah, funny? They're probably yeah, exactly. gonna they're probably gonna meet him here soon. Now that Scott will see him on TV, and he's like, "Hey, Scott's now, backstage. He wants to see you." Yeah. Chris, you're up. So if you pick one, one through ten. 
Let's see. Do we got number nine? Number nine. All right. Nina. All right, here's a question. Uh, you guys are in California tonight for the show, right before you tell us uh, the spoiler alert. Just kidding. Um, does the show fly y'all out there and, and all the expenses get paid? That was something I was curious. Every time y'all have to go out there, do they fly you out there and pay for everything? Yeah, thank they God, because we are broke. They better. <laughs> said they're broke. They better. Oh, man, Paul and I are broke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't there it, like that's a... the funniest thing. We're, we come out here, and it's like, oh, we're on, we're on NBC, and it's like we're trying to pay our bills, and, you know, <laughs> everyone else is touring internationally, and we're like, oh, God, that prize money would really help pay the electric bill, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know? <laughs> Which is 250000 for those that yeah, may not be aware 250, of that. Yeah, $250,000, you are my yeah. new best friend, okay? So, I mean, not that I... Yeah. Do all of you guys stay in the same hotel, all the other acts? A lot of uh, other acts are actually from L.A., so they're kind oh, okay. of staying at their place. So Paul and I are like like little kids running up and down the hotel, <laughs> like eating all the free food we can find, you know, like yes. staying up late. Yes. Well, you know, huh? Look at we that. were excited there was a CVS right near us so we can get nice cheap snacks. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> we're low maintenance. You're like, oh, wait a minute. Did they already take away the cart? Oh, I mean, I wasn't done yet. Is the cart gone? <laughs> That's I always I, do, I always look for and look, look for What about car. getting around town? You take an Uber, they pay for that. The what about McDonald's and all that? Do they? Hey, why are you obsessing over? Like, I just want to know how deep. I want to know when we go out there. I want to know how much they're going to pay or what I got to pay. Oh, know. I'm going to have to pay for everything, and you're <laughs> going to sit there going, "Hey, uh, I don't know. I don't have. I don't have a." Dollar. <laughs> yeah, we we find like we go down to the gym and they have like free apples outside, so we just take the apples. We don't go in the gym. We just <laughs> we're. <laughs> We scavenge. We find what we can that. find. But, uh, <laughs> Listen, all yeah, I got to say we're, is we're, I don't. Aff- I can't afford the food at Whole Foods, but I sure can afford those samples. And that's why I oh, go yeah. in. <laughs> that's why I we, go well, in. Well, the cool thing, <laughs> when we were filming, they'd have, like, the craft food service tables with all the food for the crew and everything. Right. So at the end of the day, we'd, we'd do, like, 12-hour days or whatever it was. And as everyone's getting on the shuttle bus, Paul and I are in the back just stuffing our bags filled with, like, M&M's. Yeah. Like, no, I totally Granola bars. Get it. I you know, totally get it, man. I've, I've been, yeah, same thing. Yeah, we get to the hotel and empty our bags like it was, like, a Easter Sunday. Just emptying <laughs> all the candy on the bed. They're like, all right. It's like, okay, what you got? Like Halloween for grownups. It's like, it's like you know, yeah, you exactly. keep putting it in. I, I, hey, I'm telling you, I got a, I got a Sam's Club membership just for those samples. They got, they got old ladies out there making the stuff. I mean, okay, like, you know, they go, what oh, would yeah. you like? And I have to, I, I feel bad. Do you guys still pre- kind of pretend like you like it a little bit? You know, like, go, wow, that's, wow, where is this? I've actually even picked it up, put it in my cart, and like walked it around for a while <laughs> until I found another place to yeah. stuff it. I, I, I felt like I was going to let the old lady down. She, you know, I'm, she, I'm the type that if somebody offers me candy, I'll just say thank you, and I may throw it away when I walk away. But I, no, won't, yeah. I won't let them know. I'll say, yeah, it's yeah. real good. All right. I think we're to Paul. If Wait, not, I think we're going have to say craig is also the man who has a running okay i could not make this up craig what's uh give me the top three bathrooms uh to go to in uh, greenville south carolina just uh, i mean just you know let's say uh, i'm at a gas station what's the best one to go to uh sphinx or qt gas stations uh-huh any particular ones any particular ones i mean we got a bunch of them i get either one of them yeah but i mean i'm saying any particular qt that is a good one to go to. That that, that if you have a to have a go to, that's it. Which I mean, one? I could say it, but I don't think everybody in the world's going to know <laughs> what this <laughs> QT is. No, the fact that you know it is what the world needs to know. The uh-huh. fact that you know it, that's what the interesting part is. So yeah, now you know what I have to deal with. I don't. I don't like. Why is it like, so? You're like, 
<laughs> You're like Siri for bathrooms. Yeah, he is. I definitely Siri. could be. He could be. There's places I, I don't go back if they have a bad bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> What's the criteria, Craig? What's the criteria? Uh, if you have music playing, you've sold me. Uh, if you got music playing, because I can't stand that awkward silence, because it's like a, a funeral home in there. It's like a death trap for me. <laughs> I can't stand awkward, no, quiet can't. silence, and I like a little <laughs> comfort music. And if I'm in there, I'll usually do courtesy this flushes not a bit. and this hand washes real. and towel noises okay. so that people are more it's comfortable. Like the, it's almost like the, uh, the the poop cough. When you walk into a bathroom and oh, someone's yeah. in a stall, they gotta, they yeah. kind of go, <clears throat> just to show you, like, I'm in here pooping. Yeah, or sometimes, you know, you just go ahead and flush it, act like something was already in there. Well, let me get rid of something that was here already. I know that they probably tense up. They probably tense up when one person walks in, they were in there by themselves. So I usually do a flush, courtesy flush well, for them. I'm glad we've gone through this. Or I'll turn the water on, or I'll turn on the hand, or I'll turn on the hand dryer so that they feel more comfortable and we're all comfortable. Oh, you know? that's good. Yeah, I feel more comfortable. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you don't realize what I just did for you, but I just did it for you. Yeah, they and they the didn't get it. They didn't get the happiness. But on the inside, it. he's thinking, "Thank God, thank God." <laughs> I'm, a, I'm the same way. If I have to leave, someone sits in the stall, and I'm I gotta go to I gotta wash my hands so there's some noise. Like I don't want to hear what's about to happen, so I wash my hands. I'm coughing. I'm singing songs. I'm hitting the table. And the second <laughs> I open the door, that's when I hear the explosion. I'm I'm doing scat music to hide the scat. That's what I do. All right, we're done talking bathroom right, talk. I have forgotten whose turn it is. So if you we guys covered, remember, we covered all that area. Yeah, I don't even like that word. But anyways, I'm I'm strange when it comes to that. I usually uh, say bathroom restroom. This, this show just gets more fun. I swear to God, it does. All right, and and you know that oh, we got to stop. But anyways, they should actually have hand sanitizer in the stall. <laughs> So, so, so that you can clean up before you go clean up. Yeah. yeah. Because you know, you got to grab a lot of stuff. You got to grab oh, a lot of stuff so before there, you're Craig. ready to go I'm out so to there. watch. I'm so there, Craig. I'm so there. We're in the wrong industry, boys. We got to like <laughs> clean up bathrooms across this country. Oh, God. The worst joke I ever heard. Why did it take? I, uh, think, I think we're on to something. <laughs> <laughs> I think we are. No, oh God, Craig would never mind. It would right. be we'd be there all day, all night, the all next right. day. So, Chris and Paul, this is about you guys, not us. So I forgot. I forgot right. who is next. I think it's, uh, it's Chris. me. It's Paul. Paul. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with number two. All right. Number two is. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. You see how I did? You see oh, how I did that? Man. You see how it, and it went in like that? You see that? Because he's already done there number one. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. All right. The question for number two is. What's your background training? Where have both you guys trained and got all your background background training? Uh, well, I see, oh boy, we both trained with the, the second city, uh, which is originally from Chicago. They came out to New York and had, a uh, a place out there for a little while. So we did that and, uh, we trained under a bunch of different teachers, um, from our hometown. Um, there's this one woman, Susie Lynch, who's kind of been our, like, uh, you know, mentor when we first started, she was like, she, she's awesome. She's just, she was the one that told us how it was. Um, you know, we would do shows for our fellow, like young teenage friends and think we were cool. Cause we, you know, we would say a bad word and how ah, are we going to laugh? And right, she was like right. the first person to be like, she's like, yeah, that's not funny. Well, I don't know what you're doing. And we're like, what are you talking? She doesn't know what she's talking about. She's old. She doesn't get it. And like, she was the one to kind of kick us in the butt and be like, no, this is kind of, you got to 
think of things like this. And, you know, as we progressed uh, and got a little older and wiser, we were like, oh, my God. See, that's exactly right. And, like, we should have listened to her, like, six years ago. But um, So you guys so mainly improv training. So, okay. so you guys, oh, yeah. you started you started with improv, right? And sketch. Y'all learned sketch there? Sketch writing? Yeah, we... we yeah, we'd never, uh, yeah, we sort of do, did a lot of improv classes around Connecticut, and then we, we moved to the city, we did Second City, then there was a lot of other drop-in classes, a lot of workshops that we did, um, through the pit, through UCB, okay. through the Magnet. UCB um, and Magnet, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, so we were able to, to run the gamut there, and uh, yeah. National Comedy Theater was one that we did a lot of shows in, uh, so it was a lot of good stage time on, on Fridays and Saturdays. Uh, yeah, so we, we, Chris and I, uh, I think also the good thing about us, why I think we, we gel well together and have great chemistry is like Chris and I hung out a lot and we were, when we're hanging out, we come up with ideas. So, and we're always constantly working and, and, and being together. So we're best friends who, who do some uh, fun stuff on stage. And I think that helps our chemistry. Oh, so no, we, you, we got you, a lot that... of these classes. We, yeah, second thing we went through together. Well, you guys, that, that chemistry really comes across. I mean, when you see you got the performance, especially like on the show now, now that you're on national TV, how's that sound? Huh? Yeah. I mean, now you're on that. Now, Ron, we like, met, uh, me and Ron met doing improv. We met in improv, I don't well, know, 101, 301. And a truck stop. Don't and know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's another but, story. But me and Ron met doing improv. Of course, improv 101, 201, 301, oh, 401. God, we, kept joking. we kept joking every time the uh, school instructor wanted to make more money. He just said, hey, we've got an improv 901 yeah. starting like, up. Somebody must <laughs> need a mortgage to pay. Uh, I mean, I, I always said, like, nowadays, it, because it, it's uh, like I did uh, some stuff in Chicago and, uh, you know, with uh, a place called Comedy Shrine. And, you know, I mean, I, I did... Uh, stuff in Atlanta. I've done it all, a lot of it before, but I, I still say to this day, all right, if John Belushi walked into an improv, right, uh, he would have to take one on one. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You'd have to take one on one. Right. Yeah. It, they it, want that money. Well, right? no, it, well, it's a process now. Yeah. And, and it, it's like, okay, you didn't do this. You can't do this. Oh, I know you're great. No, you're really talented. Okay. But no. Yeah. And, uh, but, right. you need, I mean, it's like it's like when you it's like a video game. Like oh, you got to start at level one. Yeah, you got yeah, you to. Need, you need to have you need to have the basics before you can get fancy. You know, you need to know the groundwork. You know, one of the first things that kicked me in the butt when I was nineteen, uh, I got onto this like improv TV pilot that didn't go anywhere because that's just kind of how it, <laughs> everything works out. But I was like, oh, I'm in, I'm nineteen. I'm like the young one. This is awesome. And I remember the first rehearsal. Uh, I was with really well-trained improvisers and they just destroyed me yeah. and I couldn't keep up. And I'm like, Oh, I thought I was good. And, and that was like, and after rehearsal, the director was like, Hey man, what, what the hell is that? What's going on? And I'm like, Oh God, the girls are funnier than me. Everyone's funnier than me. And it was like such a reality check to be like, start, you got to start at the beginning and, and, and work your way up. And that humbled me to the core. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. So since then I love the process. Oh yeah, well you got to and you got to know who you are. You got to know who you really are. You know, I mean because yeah. that's where it's going to come from. You know, and uh, even if it's you being a certain way, it's still you. You know, and uh, that exactly. was the hardest thing for me to learn. You know, I, I had the guy that was our uh, our guy, and maybe you guys can relate to this, but uh, this was in Chicago, and uh, Dave, uh, who was the guy that owned the place, he was on the original Second City 
cast. I mean, he knew all. The, they used to oh, come. Wow. They used to come in sometimes. Like the guys that went on to Saturday Night Live. Like uh, Garrett Morris came one, in one day and just sat in and just like on our really? on our show just popped up. Yeah, and it was like, oh my god, you're Garrett Morris. That's yeah. intimidating. Oh uh, yeah, thank you, thank. I mean, yeah, and he just he just but he just came in. But uh, again, the thing is because of. I, I think that it just goes through it that he's he was just one of the nicest guys. But Dave, uh, this he would yell constantly, at, and his favorite thing to say was, "No, no, 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 you're not you." And and it's like, well, of course I'm not an astronaut, you know, or whatever. You're, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because no, but you're not you. You're you're trying to be an astronaut, but you need to be you being an astronaut. Took me forever to get that. right. Took me forever to understand yeah. that. You know what he meant. No, by that's that. hard because. I think that's the one big like misconception with improv is you know you're on stage and you're like oh it's a comedy show I got to make people laugh and I got to try and I got to do this and you throw off the balance it's like you got to sit back and trust everyone else and you know the goal yeah. is to make everyone else better right. yeah you want to yeah. try to feed well, other, sure, other yeah. people and, and yeah. that's hard for people to get because everyone some people want the laughs and some people think they're bombing if they're not getting the laughs and um, yeah, it's 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 scary to trust yourself, and and but I think that's why training is so important. Yeah, so you have those tools to rely on. I uh, I, I in two thousand six, seven, and eight, I took a uh, a acting class at Dean Lovely Studios, which is uh, Meisner, and I felt like wow, doing cool. those classes really grounded me as a comedian. Uh, so I would suggest that anyone who's doing comedy or just beginning comedy do acting classes too, because it definitely, it's like, you're not, it's always like, uh, the joke is not always going to get to laugh. It's the emotion that's going to get to laugh. It's the moment you have or a realization or discovery. Sometimes that just gets to laugh. Yeah. And I think acting helps you balance that out. So yeah. I feel, I thought it was a better comedian. That made me a better comedian. And very and, well. That was very well said. Yeah. And if you're and acting, are you, re are you so reading that? Cause that was really good. It's all scripted. <laughs> So I was, I was that, a, that sounded that sounded good, man. That was I was no, in an improv. Yeah. It was good. Uh, I was at an improv festival and I actually saw a magnet theater performing. And at the end, they got a standing ovation. And I remember how impressed I was. And I, I remember telling the person beside me, "That's what I want. I want someone to give me a standing ovation." I'm still waiting on that, but still, <laughs> that, the fact. Have you guys ever gotten a standing ovation or been a part of one? I've seen it because that that when, and it was in a room full of improvisers. So when a whole room of improvisers give you a standing ovation, you really nailed it. Yeah, we, we yeah. have, uh, which is weird. It's just a weird because we do it because you know obviously who doesn't like getting laughs? But when Paul and I are on stage, literally, I think hopefully people can see that we're just having fun. I mean, we're. And, and, and I think you got to exactly be in it for the right yeah. reason. That's exactly you know, yeah. we, we're, yep. we're 20 years in, and now we're at this opportunity where we're still working a bunch of part-time jobs. We haven't made it. There is, I, I, don't, I honestly don't think there is a making it, per se, because you're always, you're always working. But Paul and I have this attitude where if it always stays fun, you know, when it stops being fun, then it's time to recheck things. But, you know, 20 years in, we're still making each other laugh. We're still doing this show. Um, and having this platform to perform on NBC is just like, it's such a victory in itself. Um, and not making all this money doing this for so long, I think that just proves that we're doing it because we love it. And, you know, and if this show doesn't work out, we're still going to be doing it. And because right, we love right. doing it. But. And also we get 50% off of food when we work. Remember, Alpo is still a fine dog food. I just had to come back. All right, um, but that, but it, you know what? That you couldn't have said any better. I guess the easiest way to put it is, hey, 
I'm having fun whether there's five people out there or a hundred people yep. out there yeah. or a thousand or millions watching on TV. That's not going right. to, it's not going to change me because I'm having fun. Uh, you know, and th- we, uh, yeah, we did, um, we were in Edinburgh in the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in 2011. Um, cause it, there were, I don't know how many shows were out there at the same time, maybe seven or 8,000 shows and everyone's competing for, you know, everyone's grinding it out, trying to bark on the street, trying to get people into their shows. Um, and I remember the, we, you know, in our long show, we had, there's a lot of audience interaction and we bring a lot of people on stage. The first show of that festival, we had two people, we had one couple in the audience <laughs> yes. We performed for two people yes. and we, and we had to use them both in the show. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and, uh, but, but it was just one of those things where you, you grind it out for a month. And at the end of that month, we got nominated for best newcomer and, you know, you never know. It's just kind of like. And the other thing too, a lot of people when they see if you're if you're a performer and you look out and you see oh there's only six people in the crowd and you get pissed off you're like oh come on really oh this sucks those are the yeah. those are the six people that came out to see you don't take it out on them you give them the best show ever so they go home going you guys missed such a great show right I always remember the if that and of course that never has happened to me but I'm just saying like yes yeah, six people come on no but uh, no I always remember that. If there's two people or three or, you know, it's hardly anybody out there. Uh, there's times when I've been the one or two or three people in the audience. Sure. And when you see a performance that's just amazing and there's only three or four of you, you walk out and you're like, can you believe it was that good? There was only three of us there and it was that awesome, you know? And so that's, uh, <laughs> I mean, really, that's what I want to give. That's what you, I'm sure that's what you guys want to give. And that's why that comes across so well. Uh, even on television, which it is so hard to convey that over the screen. It is. It's a tough in person when you're there, it's easier, but you guys have, have found a way to convey that over the screen, over television, which is, Man, that in itself is outstanding. But and now, give you if I was in the audience, though, the pressure would be turned on me because I'm thinking now I got to give them the energy, the suggestions, yeah. the hand claps. <laughs> now the pressure's off for you guys, and it's on to me. I would almost want to yeah, leave the, just know, to with, end the cancel. With the show. you, it's always pressure. All right, pressure. so uh, yeah, we got questions. That circles back. That circles back to you in the bathroom, feeling the pressure exactly. to make noise while someone's taking a dump. I used to hate improv <laughs> games because the, uh, there's so much unexpected. I'm really good at starting scenes and um, I, I'm some people are not good at starting scenes I'm very good at starting the scene and getting the pattern and then and everybody sure else everybody does exactly what you want is that the kind of thing okay. well because yeah. everybody else is real good at bringing in one-liners and and so it gets flowing but I, I Greg's can't good at calling you calling my, you his wife my hey, fear, honey. Oh, my, uh, my, yes, I'm the wife now my fear is going out there and not having a clue where we're going yet that but when I go out there and I know where we're going I love that. So yeah. I usually start the Ladies scene. Ladies and gentlemen, the very, the, the, very, the very core of what improv is. But listen, but go right ahead. Craig. I know people that won't go out there first, so I usually just take the lead. I'm good at that, but I know people that are real good at coming in and building off of it. So anyways, that's just a fear of mine. No big deal. All right, so we got questions. <laughs> Three. But anyways, you guys I like... You are getting it, right? You're seeing I like, like, what I have to deal with. I like long form. I like the Herald and all that because uh, yeah, there's a storyline. Yeah. The games, there's so much you got to be uh jokes and you got to come up with uh 
uh, the next Limited. question. Yeah, and it's too much. It's, it puts so much pressure on me. Even though I do well at it, it's uh, on the inside. I'm dying. But anyways, all right. You, so just, we have, you just start the scene. You go, honey, you burn the chicken, and you just walk off. Yeah, yeah, that, you yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> honey, you burn. Honey, the yeah, dinner's burned again. Oh, I've got and to go. Has to jump up and yeah. clean up the mess. And as people walk in, I just go, well, and then Uncle he op- Ted. He opens the door, says, "Hello, girls," and closes it. That's what he does. That's. <laughs> That's, that's how job. he. That's how he starts to say, "Oh, okay. Now we're all. Thank you very much, Craig. I'll be back in a minute." Yeah. And you know how you, you know how you have to do thir- you know you know how you have to do third beats and you're supposed to do like real quick third beats at yeah, the yeah. end. Uh, I hate that part. So I usually just go like first or second because I know they want that last one to be the nail biter or the one that ah, turns the lights yeah. out. So I'm like, let me just go first. It doesn't matter if they get a laugh because it's, I'm not the one with all the pressure. So right. Just you're, get the, it you're, the, you're the alley-oop. Yeah. yeah. So much fun to work with. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I'm the alley-oop. Yeah, I just toss yeah. the ball up. All I do is just say, okay. <laughs> all right. So, qu- hey, boys and girls. I hope people listen to our love improv because outside of that. Well, they're going to. Uh, all right. So, Three, five, six, and seven is available. I forgot who's next, but uh, you guys I'm know. Who's... Say it's, it's Chris. Let's go. Let's go five. All right, number five. Who inspired y'all to do comedy? Who's what? Who, 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 who are your comedy? inspirations? Big, we look. Uh, Long Hardy uh, was wow. huge. Buster Keaton. Uh, all you the are going old, old, old school, man. Buster oh, Keaton. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. So love that, um, uh, Sid Caesar, uh, Red Skeleton. I love all those. But then you know, modern. You know, we're you know, huge fans of uh, Kids in the Hall, obviously Monty Python. Thank um, you, thank you. I mean, Will Ferrell is yeah, yeah. the reason I did improv because I realized that's what he did yeah. to get. Will so, Ferrell, yeah. Who made you guys? Will Ferrell. When I realized he had improv, and I saw an improv class. I took it. I don't know why Ron took it, but um, I guess uh, just say I have something I, to do. But anyways, um, what made you beer. guys? Free you got beer, free, beer. free beer. What made you guys say, hey, there's an improv class? You just guys saw a uh, uh, somebody advertising or somebody mentioned it to you, and you said, hey, let's take improv? There there was a guy, uh, Barry Halpin, who uh, from our hometown, um, he worked with schools, and he would put together shows uh, for you know kids that would love performing, and he put together an improv show. Okay. Uh, that was around town, and uh, that was my first time doing improv. I think I was like sixteen. Oh, okay. I didn't know what it was. Um, it was, you know, I was. It was a quickly briefed on it. It was like, yeah, you just kind of go up and make things up on the fly, and hopefully make people laugh. And I was like, oh, that sounds awesome and terrifying. But uh, yeah, and my and first intro yeah. was was in high school. I actually used to play football. I saw all my friends getting hurt, so I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I don't want to get hurt. Uh, so someone, someone suggested, oh yeah, you, you could do comedy. Actually, my my counselor, she said, you know, if you want to express yourself, do improv after school. So I did that, and I, I kind of fell in love, and I gave up football and wrestling to do improv. <laughs> wow. And I haven't, yeah, I haven't earned myself. And you didn't get hurt. <laughs> That's good. That's like, the, I, yeah. the problem I had is they do improv. You do six weeks. You do your showcase, and then you get on a team, and then you perform uh, once a month with that team, unless you're on several of them. And then all of a sudden they want to change it up. Oh, let's do it this way. And I'm like, we're just now getting like, this. You're it's not like, comfortable with change, Craig? I mean, they change. It's like every time we met, we're going to do it this way. We're going to do it backwards. We're going to do it, you know, from the left of the stage. It's like, just <laughs> leave uh, it alone. Uh, we, we got it. We finally, yeah, we yeah. finally got it. And it's like every week somebody wanted to say, we could sing it this week. We could rap it this I, I week. I wish I could put you in a bottle, Craig. I really do. All right. Sometimes so really we got three more questions. And I just want to say, uh, if you guys can use this if you want, but uh, I've always said this one 
one idea of a skit where the guy's on death row and it's his last meal and the guard asks him what he wants for his last meal and he says, I'm not really hungry. And the guard's like, well, you, you got to eat. It's the rules before you die, you know. And he's like, and I, if you were dying, would you feel like eating right now? And they kind of get in this argument over the fact that he doesn't want to eat. But the guy's like, you got to eat. I can't. We can't process you until you eat. And then the guy starts, then the guard, and listen, and then the guard starts giving him tips on, well, do you want some chicken nuggets? You want, how about, you want steak? And then finally the guy's like, yeah, I guess I could have that. And then it's like the guy won't eat. And at the end, the other guards come in to find the, that guard eating all his food. And they're like, dude, you just ate this guy's last meal? What kind of sick guy are you? And then he's like the bad guy all of a sudden. <laughs> and then other guy's like, yeah, I can't believe you've done that. So. Uh, <laughs> all right okay so anyways that's called the last meal all right number three, Thanks, three sorry i just had to get that off my chest because, uh, you did it came and right I just, off ron since no. we're not as close as they are i just thought maybe just maybe you know all right we're so three three no. three we're anyways. like an old married couple yeah three six and seven <laughs> oh, lucky, seven. lucky number seven, seven coming eleven. let's go and they have a video called seven minutes in heaven by the way that's what it reminded me of that's right all right, you guys check that out. Uh, what have you learned from doing this show? What have you guys learned? Not this show. No, not, not, not this not show. This show. You probably have show. learned some weird stuff, but I meant from NBC, so Bring the, the Funny. the bathroom stuff. I mean, from, yeah, yeah, I think just just enjoying the show, taking it all in. I think Chris and I, um, we, we've experienced a lot together, and it's like this is a great opportunity. So we just really locked in and appreciated everything that was, uh, that we were able to do together, uh, you just had fun. And so you learn, you learn how to, uh, you just learn how to, uh, you know, just don't get stressed out. Just enjoy the moment. Yeah. And the other thing, I think going back to like the yes and thing, you know, since this is like our first experience doing something at this level, it's just kind of going with the flow and just, and, and, and being open to things, you know, we're like, Hey, we're going to need you over here. Is that cool? We're like, yeah, Absolutely, whatever yeah. you like. Whatever you know, because in this industry, we've been running into sometimes like, you know, some people have egos, some people have like short, you know, like a their patience is short all the time. They need, you know, they need things right away, and it's like, oh, shut up, because that stuff follows you. <laughs> yeah. talk. And Paul and I are just like, honest to God, we get excited when we see like the Kraft's food table. We're like, oh, sweet, we get free hamburgers yeah. today, like whatever, like we're cool. Um, I get excited for cashew. Yeah, so <laughs> I keep cashews We're in my like, pocket. That's what I do. <laughs> I, I, um, yeah, uh, it's, just, it's just being humble and um, yeah, it's just weird. It's just taking it in and, and, and enjoying as much as you can, and also meeting as many acts as you possibly can. Because even you know, when going back to when you talked about open mics, like how we've all been there, where you know everyone's crossing their hands and no uh, one wants yeah. to listen. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're getting their set ready and blah blah blah. It's like just shut up. Like, just talk to people. Like you're not yeah. going to learn anything unless you talk and ask questions. And if there's any young comedians out there, it's like, check your ego out the door because that doesn't make, that doesn't help you. You don't grow from that. Cause if you think you're the best and you, and you're too stubborn and you don't want to learn anything, you're, you're dead in the water, but mm-hmm. taking as much information as possible, look at acts that are better than you and learn and ask questions. Don't get like, like screw these guys. I'm better than that. It's just a waste of time and energy. Right. Take in as much stuff as possible. Ask as many questions as possible. Um, and and comedy as an art, just learning about it, it's it's, it's so fun because it's just endless. And, you know, no ego, just be kind. And that's kind of what we've been doing in this experience. And, and luckily, we've, we've been able to stumble into, uh, into the finals. And we're just kind of like, who knows what happens next? But, you know, 
Ron, I didn't. Uh, that's that's great advice. And Ron, I didn't see an email where anyone invited us for that show, but I didn't know, either. Must I would have, have sent them a video for I, sure. I, it was. <laughs> I I think you would have seen it. I'm gonna check back through and make sure. Just hey, yeah, look for next I, year. I, next year's show. I gotta say one. I gotta say one thing, and I know you're looking at me like with that clock look. Stop. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I gotta at least say this right here. You know what? It's awesome to talk to genuine people. I mean, it's so much fun and enjoyable to just, you know, have a conversation with real, genuine people. Ron, they're going to be different once they win the $250,000. They won't even know us. They won't even know us. Because say, I, have hey. to talk, I have to talk to grandma over here all the time, okay? And that's that gets old, okay? You know, But uh, no, it's nice. It is. It is nice. And I think that you're right. Improv has a lot to do with it. I tell everybody I meet, they go, you know, uh, if they, it, some people ask me for advice sometimes. You know, usually they're they're pretty drunk and it's a bar. But I mean, you know, like if they ask me for advice, I usually just tell them. I say, you know what? You know what? I tell you what. Go take an improv class. Best advice I can give you. Just go take an improv one on one class. Sit in it. Yep. You know, mess up. Just do terrible. Just be horrible. Whatever. But yeah. go, go take it. Go take one improv class. I've done. I have. Le- I have left the show not thinking I did good and just went straight down the aisle, out the door, and back to my car just because I stress on not doing well. No, you don't. And, I, and I did puppet improv, and I've done- that's true. I did pup, say it puppet again. improv. They won't believe you. I did like six or seven. I, <laughs> I grew up does, doing puppets. He does puppet. He does puppets. All right. No. Anyway, no, he's good okay. at it. Guys. He's right. good at it. Okay. I, I mean, it. I didn't know you could be good at. But puppets. see, I was used. I, mean, I was used my entire life being behind a stage. So all of a sudden, doing it in front of a stage where everybody sees what I would do backstage put so much pressure on me on the inside. I was literally dying. He actually so, does puppets. Oh, anyways, but anyways, I was real. He does. He I was real nervous about. Uh, what people thought, and I just remember if I don't hear people say something, I'll finally shoot somebody quietly in an email going, "So, what you think about the show?" Because I got to hear right, feedback. Right. I, I live for feedback. <sighs> uh, and then uh, I did stand up improv where you don't know what you're going to do. You just look back, see a word, and you do that. So, yeah, that was a lot of pressure too. So, anyways, <laughs> bombing is necessary. Paul yeah, if you're like, not, yeah, if you're not like, willing to fail, you, you won't be good at it. Yeah. Well, Paul and I bombed for years. <laughs> you know, when we first We're bombing right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I know, yeah. You we are listening to, to it. <laughs> we, would, we would be so excited. Like We're like, we got to get to New York City. That's where we're going to make it. And I remember Paul would call clubs and go, hey, I'm this manager. I got this hot new comedy act. And they're like, yeah, great. Can they bring 10 people? Yeah, I don't care. Great. Yeah, they're on the show. So, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and uh, did he use that voice you know, though? Did he had it? Uh, did he have the yeah, other voice? Yeah, he put on a voice for sure. Okay, he was yeah. like, "We got this." <laughs> and so we'd be so jazzed, we're like we're on our way to the city. We're on the train, and we're like, "This is awesome!" And then we're like, "Oh crap! What are we gonna do?" So we would write our the train, That's and then the show would start at like six thirty. We wouldn't go on until like close to one in the morning for like an oh. old drunk, like German couple bomb run back to the train to come back to Connecticut. And we were like, this is the best. And there was a lot of that. And you kind of fall on your face and, and you get humbled quickly, but it's like, it's that perseverance. You just keep going and keep going. Yeah. And then you got all getting a shirt ripped off by a cookie on national TV. It's like, yeah, yeah. exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah. 
I tried to look that video up today. I don't know if it's out yet or not, but uh, I saw that. That was hilarious. They did a routine where he stresses a cookie, and I guess the cookie was serenading. Serenading, Chris. Yeah, serenading. Serenading. Serenating. What word is that? It's a southern word. It's a southern word. All the other cookies. But is yeah, that a, that's not on video yet, is it? It's on NBC.com. Uh, it's on the oh, one uh, of theirs. Okay, because I tried to pull it up today. I saw the one. pictures. Yeah, that looks. That was really funny. Yeah, just looking yeah, at this one. Yeah, if you I, go to Hulu, too. Well, we yeah, watched Hulu. Uh, okay yeah. on Hulu. Okay, because I saw uh, you had two or three others where the uh, the whoopee cushion was funny. <laughs> The whoopee cushion oh, yeah, uh, yeah, scene. Yeah, the whoopee cushion was well done. And then uh, Time, timing was so great. Robbing the that. people. That was funny. Keenan and all them were laughing at that. that <laughs> the, was time, the timing on the whoopee cushion thing you know, was just, I mean, priceless. That was, it was perfect. I mean, it, it couldn't have happened at a better millisecond. I mean, I was just like, oh, yeah. wow, that was great. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons yeah. that, 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 that hit so well. But it was awesome. And also we had yeah definitely um, definitely check out the cookie for sure like if you go to mbc.com but the first semifinal were the first sketch of the night so it's not like you got to wait through like twenty commercials um, it's it's pretty it's pretty fun it's usually what we close our shows with because it's, the stage gets destroyed with milk and cookies and chocolate and all oh, yeah, half naked and I'm a cookie and it's this whole <laughs> oh um, well you had me at half naked but. Um, <laughs> Our, exactly. our cookie. Have... You had me a cookie, but uh, I'll be honest. Blue shirt. I was cookie. I, I, I have a buddy of mine, and, and, and you know he's older too. And uh, we've decided that uh, you know it used to be like women that we might look at, and now it's food. You know we have actually we actually do. I mean I can look at the Food Channel and feel just as bad. Okay, for what I want to eat. I mean, I'm like, oh my god, is that chocolate on chocolate? Oh my god, yes, it is. chocolate on chocolate. I mean, I just, I literally, right, we have, I, I talk like that to myself. We have two awesome. more questions, Ron. We have got to get this done. Oh, All right, right, so we, we got three and six. So we got three and six. Three and six. Go for fun. Let's go with three. Number three, what is your career goals from doing this show? What, what is, are? What are? What are? Career? What I say? You said what is? What is? That, what yeah. be? What be your career Please, goals? All right, welcome you're to voice little... acting one hundred and one. Yeah. All right. We are not grammar police by any means. That's why there's so little dialogue in our show. Believe me. <laughs> All right. Let so me write little... down edit, Darren. I'll edit this part. <laughs> All right. Uh, our goal is just to keep on going, keep on doing our show, getting getting paid for what we love to do. Um, I just want to make this our full-time job so we can quit all of our other part-time things. You know, <laughs> we're ready to like, I mean, I guess you guys can become writers or you could get your own yeah, show yeah. or get an acting gig if they like what they're seeing. I think that's, that's what I'm guessing. Or you can become yeah. sketch writers on SNL, Keenan Thompson. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, you can become sketch writers. Um, that's something that could happen from this. You could get booked like, you know, we may book you guys. Um, you know, we, we, we We've had uh, folks oh, come on, the show on down to bought. South Carolina. They give you a gun at the border. Come <laughs> here's your firearm. Well, welcome to South Carolina. I hear you're funny. That's about how it works. You know, I'm going to the Just give it to you. Here you go. We got plenty. So, yeah, is that what you guys were thinking? Sketch writers, your own show, in a show? Yeah, I'm touring. Uh, definitely come up with a Hoverone uh, television show. We just want to keep on working. Because we love, we still love this, and we're we're gonna do this until we can't do it anymore. And the other thing is too, from whatever happens from the show, we're hoping for all of this. But like you know, you do it for so long, and you always think, oh, this might be the big break. But you know, we're also realistic, and 
next week, you know, I, I'm still going back to my other jobs, <laughs> you know, so it's not like we're getting ahead of ourselves. It's just like, right. I'm praying. That some, I mean, we're looking for a manager. We're looking for something. So, well, you guys uh, will. If anyone's out there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Don't tell Craig that. Honest to God, don't do it. Don't, don't <laughs> I'm do working it. on it yeah, now. Yeah, 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 he didn't. No. Uh, no. no. I, I he has talk, nothing better to do. I'll talk, no, I'll talk to a guy at Comedy Zone here in town, and I'll tell you, hey, have you heard of this guy? I try to book people at the Comedy Zone. He usually uh, tells mm-hmm. me, he, the guy tells me how he can book anybody, blah, blah, blah. Well, so we end up booking at other places. But anyways, uh, I would get people that hasn't really um, been out yet, hasn't started touring, and he'll go, yeah, I can book anybody. And I'm thinking, you don't even Why know. Don't you, you, I, you don't. Uh, I mean, I mean, you got this. And sure enough, uh, somebody that I was asking uh, that hasn't got started yet just got booked there that I had asked him about. I'm thinking, did you just go look them up after I asked you about them? I said, stole your he axe. stole my axe. So anyways, stole I'm. So anyways, oh, I just, geez. I mean, but they, he doesn't know how to get a hold of Chris and Paul. Okay, that's right. I, I forgot. <laughs> Unless he's listening to the show, then he'll know. Then he'll he'll rob. But anyways, um, so we got one more question. We'll number six. Number. Yes, block it. Do not do Comedy Zone. And <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey, listen, nah, Ron and Craig said that you guys weren't. The- just, if you do, just say you got to go through. Ron and Greg show. Right, Ron and Craig show. <laughs> yeah. I'll say for a small fee, we make it yeah, these guys tiny, for you. Just a, <laughs> just a, a tiny, yeah. a smidge. Yeah, I throw, I throw names this guy all the time. He, I mean, he, he finally said, I've been doing this for 30 years. I'm a oh, uh, eye roll, big eye roll. Uh, I say, all right, so we got number six left. Um, all right, I'm just going to, all right, how about nobody ask? We just got number six left. How about eh? number six? I, I picked number two. Uh, where do you Wait. guys perform or teach at? Where do you guys do your performances and teach at on a regular basis? Yeah, we're usually in New York City uh, just kind of doing the club circuit, and uh, we perform at the People's Improv Theater at the Pit. Uh, we we did a monthly show for about two and a half years, um, and every, every month we'd write, like, uh, a brand-new show of, like, 13 or 14 sketches. So we're thinking about doing another run there after the show, depending on what happens. But, um, yeah, we teach classes uh, around New York, Both all, all a bunch of sketch streets. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, sometimes back in our hometown that we're in Connecticut now, uh, they have, uh, drop-in workshops that I would do with, uh, uh, with, um, some companies or we also try to do some corporate gigs and anything like that. So, Hey, there's gigs. always a always a place that's always looking for even private sessions. Um, people like to do that. Uh, so yeah, it's anywhere we can go. Corporate <laughs> really. gigs, the nicest, nicest. Oh God, the drool for corporate gigs. Oh my God, they give you food. Yeah. They give you stuff. It's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you get paid too. And you get paid, and they don't they they don't realize that they don't have to pay you that much. I don't know why they They just think we, <laughs> yeah, they give you like, you know, I did a few corporate gigs. And I mean, it was just, I mean, I'm like, why don't we do this all the time? <laughs> you walk, yeah, walk right? out with like money, like real money. You know, I just, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, they didn't pay me in drinks and hugs. You know, so. It was so you guys shit. do workshops at the festivals. You guys go to comedy festivals and. Do performances? Yeah, we, we've definitely done the comedy festival scene for years, uh, and yeah, it, it's, we're just constantly trying to work. That's that's the main thing, you know. Well, even that's if you guys lot. don't advance, which you've already advanced, but if you don't end up winning, you're still going to get notoriety, and this going to help you from here on out. Yeah, book some. You'll be able to book some solid gigs. Yeah, so it should it'll still help you as well. So, working folks, follow you guys on social media, or here comes the important part. Yes. Yeah, where can folks, if they want to follow you guys on Instagram, 
Chris and yeah, Paul show. Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at Chris and Paul show or on Twitter at Chris and Paul show. Just Google YouTube Chris and Paul show. That, yeah. That's the other thing that we're, we're kind of the underdogs in this situation because, you know, a lot of the troops that we're going up against in the finale, you know, the other acts have massive online following. Um, oh, wow. Uh-huh. We're kind of like, we're kinda like uh, you know. Oh, do y'all get voted in? You have to get voted in, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So America votes for the winner of the finale, so we're kind of just oh. praying for a miracle that I we'll get a wave. Yeah, so have everyone go to NBC.com to vote. NBC.com. And then NBC.com. NBC.com. Vote for Chris and Paul. NBC.com. Yes. And then follow us. Subscribe to our YouTube page. We'll put some more videos up. And if you comment or message us, we're not too cool for school. We will gladly write back. We'll definitely do our best to write back. Any questions, we love answering anything. And we love, you know, we love meeting new people and then hopefully getting some new fans. Well, now, I did message them about being on the show, and I think maybe a week later, I finally got a response. No, well, so, maybe they were busy. And that's maybe when, they that's were when busy I called you. Filming a national TV uh, show. Sorry, Craig. Couldn't get by. Hey, so it was like when you guys try send out videos, and you're thinking, oh, it's just another video. It was just me doing another, hey, will you be on our show? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you finally get a reply. Yeah, this it's, is coming from Craig, good. who on our radio show, right? Uh, this radio show. So, Craig... Craig uh, books. He comes to me. He goes. Guess who I got? True story. I said who? He said it's it's Kim Kardashian's cousin. <laughs> I said what? He goes Kim Kardashian's cousin. I'm like who cares about Kim Kardashian's cousin? And then I'm like I'm like what are we gonna do? So Craig promos. I'm not kidding. Promos the Kim Kardashian cousin. We get stood up by the Kim Kardashian cousin. I am not getting. That's the only st- uh, where we, the only time we got stood up was, was by, by Kim, Kim Kardashian's Kar- supposed cousin. And when okay. I contacted him, he said, "Sorry, I was in a meeting." I'm like, "You were not in a you meeting." You are Kim Kardashian's cousin. So I said, what "Meeting are you in?" <laughs> yeah, the, you yeah. happened. To, yeah, what and are you at the one where we? He was a young guy too, so either he was a real cousin. I don't think so, Craig. I think Kim and him probably said, "Don't do that show. Don't you dare get on there and tell him about us." And he said, "But I want to." And they said, "Here's another thousand dollars. Go, like, go, all right, I'll tell him I'm go, in a meeting. Go, go do something." My whole thing was we would make a show where we just interview cousins of famous people <laughs> every day. It's like, and today, stay tuned. We're going to talk to the cousin of Paul Ryan. I don't care. I, I just made that up. But like, uh, you know, we're going to talk to but Ron. If, her, if the real cousin would have called in and they could have told us some juicy stuff, people would love to hear that. Well, yeah, that's a big if. And my thought was if I get him on the show, then I get Kim Kardashian on the show. Sure. You know, happen. you link them, you know, from the cousin. Yeah, she's often trying to get like, you know, like yeah, radio gigs in Greenville, South Carolina. It happens all the time. All right. But. Well, you guys have been a lot of fun. I know we could talk. Kim Kardashian's uh, cousin. You guys are fun. Thank you. This was great. Yeah, we're going to blast this. Uh, I just have to edit uh, Ron out a lot and myself out and make sure it's all about you guys. Are you going to so. edit the part where you talk about editing? <laughs> yeah. I'll you know what? I, 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 I actually believe that we should have a drinking game with this show. I really want this to happen. I want it to be called Edit. 
And every time Craig or I, well, mainly Craig, says the word edit, okay, uh, then you have to drink. And right by now, people would be loving it. I'd be like, edit, edit, edit. <laughs> we'll get <their> <laughs> we had we had Andrea Lopez who was on NBC Bring the Funny on our show. Yeah, oh, she's great. Yeah. yeah, I tried to get her to co-host the other night with me when Ron couldn't make it when we was trying to do it last minute, and she was busy, but she was real happy. She she knew you guys, um, but we just said the word edit throughout her show. It went like. 70 or 80 minutes. I had to edit 40 minutes off of that show. That was so crazy. We went oh, wow. ridiculous. I know Ron just wouldn't stop. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I had yeah. a lot of Ron. Well, it's got to be somebody's fault. <laughs> you can't spell wrong without Ron in the middle. <laughs> hey, I never heard that, Ron. That's good. W-R-O-N-G. Yeah, that's how it works. All right, so when are you guys... My mom told me that when I was like eight, and I said, oh, my wrong. God, she's right. That is awesome. I'm still that. scarred. So when? what date are you guys going to be on the next uh, Bring the Funny? We'll be on Tuesday, September 10th. September 10th, all right. That's the finale episode. And then the following night, uh, oh, no, when is it? The results show? The results show is going to be, I don't know. Yeah, everything's always changed around here, but we do know the finale night is going to be on Tuesday, September 10th at 10 p.m. on NBC. And that's when you can vote for the Chris and Paul show. I think if you guys do... Stuff like the Cookie Act—that's that you know—that caught my eye. Really, I think stuff like that should, will help you uh, maybe punch it, punch it through. So M- just keep that NBC, NBC.com and and vote for Chris and Paul show. NBC.com. Yes, please. Thank you. Don't edit that out, Craig. All right, guys. Well, we may bring you into town. I'll edit this and have it out uh, within yeah, the next twenty-four hours. Yeah, I mean, hours. Uh, it's a it's a great. T- I tell you what, is the upstate of South Carolina is not what you would expect. And it's actually very beautiful. Very Greenville's a wonderful city. It really, truly is. And, uh, I mean, you know, uh, we book uh, people through here all the time. So Craig does when I say I just we. Gotta wait when see, I say we, I mean Craig. I just got to okay. wait and see how far you guys yeah. get in the show and see what you guys end up doing. Because you, you so if you guys you. are on Saturday Night Live or something, you won't have time for us. And then, you know, I'd like we told Andrew Lopez. She said she tried out for uh, Saturday Night Live, by the way. Uh, all this. Oh, Rob, she, she does yeah. uh, so Rob, many impersonations. Yeah, oh, so. yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, um, we but, thought that uh, was cool. it, Craig, when I say, by the way, anything that has any technical ability or involves real work, when I say we, that means Craig. Okay, just from now on, so you know. <laughs> yeah, when we first started out, he when we first started, out, he says, "Yeah, we'll put that out on Twitter." And I'm like, "We don't have a Twitter account yet." He goes, "We'll have one by the next show." All right, all right. So now I had to create Twitter, and it's like, if we wasn't on Facebook, hey, uh, we'll have a Facebook account. Yeah, we'll have an email set up next week, right? I go, "Yeah, I guess so." Okay, so that's how our first yeah, start out was. Ron would. Put it on me, and then yes I had to do it. Yeah, yes, and him, yes. Yeah, he did a lot. It was great. <laughs> All right, was we awesome. had a great time. It was a lot of fun talking to you guys. I really did. You guys are really, you guys are genuine, really funny, really fun to talk to. I'm, this Thank has you. been really enjoyable, man. And I mean, the you already know what's going to happen, but still, best of luck. You know, you're doing a no, great job. No, we don't. We're constantly live. We're like crapping our pants. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, don't. We if you do that, show. that might actually work. But um, uh, uh, I know who I'm going to be voting for, and uh, you know, represent improv because you know uh, it's it, it needs it. And uh, you guys have just done great. We have. No, I wish you nothing but the very, very best. Yeah, absolutely. So thank we you guys. We'll, we'll be in touch too after the show. Let you guys know. Sure. Absolutely. What the hell just happened? All right. Don't <laughs> okay. don't ignore us when you guys win it all. Don't <laughs> ignore us. <laughs> and if you need a no, good bathroom. We, 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 we got the love. We yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, thank you guys for putting us on. We appreciate it a lot. Oh, oh, no problem. If you need a good bathroom, you know who to call. Especially in there. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> See you guys. Thank, thank you, guys. Be well, guys. Thank you. Bye.
That was awesome, Craig. What a great, huh? What a great, great group joke. Of guys. We went way too long. And we went so way we too long, but we went way too happy. They were, they were, yeah. they were really great. I think that uh, they are. The Chris and Paul show. NBC the Chris bring and the Paul funny. show. Uh, Tuesday vote, nights. Vote Chris and Paul. Tuesday nights. And uh, you won't be disappointed. These guys are great. And if you're hearing this way after that show's ended, then I hope you just enjoyed how it all happened. So yeah. this is going to be all over uh, Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, the whole nine yards. All right. And for now, we are the... Rod and Craig Show. <laughs>